Hello and welcome to Chino y Chicano. I'm Matt Chan, the Chino. And I'm Enrique Serna, the Chicano. You know, Matt, when my kids were little, I used to read them a book called Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. And that book came to mind when I thought about this week and specifically about Wednesday, January 6th, 2021, a, a day of infamy, a day that we can say was America and democracy's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. It was awful. And, you know, I'm pissed about it, really. Yeah, I mean, it was horrible. But, but let's not forget, there was something else that happened Wednesday that was incredible. And that is the Democrats took over the Senate. So we have the House, the presidency, and the Senate. And that will allow us to actually get stuff done. But never to be outdone, right? Trump controls the news cycle. And so his shittery is, just overtook everything. And yeah, it, it was ex- it was exhausting. Well, the past four years have been exhausting. I had hoped that this would not happen as this day, that day came. And when they were going to certify and verify the election. Um, but I had this feeling that things could get out of control and then seeing it actually happen and seeing how it happened because, I mean, we're talking about a president that incited mob violence and rioting, sedition, insurrection, treason. And to see it actually happen, and for four years, I think we've all been thinking, okay, this could possibly happen, and then it had. So it it is just, I don't know, it's mind-blowing. It's really difficult to uh, deal with. But it also shows our divisions that we have in this country and just how badly split we are. But it also brought up something else, just the the dangerousness of white male privilege. Exactly. Okay, so when everybody jumped on Hillary, right, when she said the deplorables, that's who is out there. And these are white people that are disenfranchised by their own people. White people look at those and they are transparent. They don't see those people, right? Other white people. Most people think privilege is about having wealth and power. Privilege is being able to ransack the capital and suffer no consequences. Uh, let me tell you one thing. Every person that is a target of bigotry knows who those people are. White people may not see them, but I'm telling you, everybody I know that, is a t- that can be a target of bigotry knows exactly who those people are. You know, it, it's tough to say this, but there were people of color also involved in this that are Trumpers. and um, Very minimal, yeah, though, right? Yeah, I mean, but they were there. Uh, but the vast majority uh, were white. Um, and I don't know, it, it just... It was just so shocking to see them overrun everything, the security. Of course, so many questions now about why did the Capitol Police uh, open the gates and letting let them come in? Yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of time for that postmortem for sure. But yeah, and there better be. Yeah, there there better be. I mean, we really have to find out what happened that day and why. And uh, was this part of a plan? Was this something that was a kind of a fix? Because it is just tremendously uh, upsetting. And it also happened in 
uh, state capitals that happened here in Washington State. Uh, guys climbed over the fence down at the governor's mansion. Um, as we talk, we're just a few days away, a couple of days away from the state legislature opening the next session. Questions about uh, whether security is going to be needed. I'm sure we're going to need security then as well, uh, and whether there's going to be problems, and whether on inauguration day we could have something else happen. But let's go back also now to uh, Donald Trump now realizing that they, the movement to remove him was gaining some steam, and then he rolls out a video and basically... Um, oh, the hostage video? <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he basically finally concedes, but also... I guess as much as he can, yeah. right? But listen to what he says. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I would think that those people that came to Washington, D.C., spent their money to come from, um, you know, middle America or the South or wherever, they've got to be a bit pissed that he has given in. Well, boo-hoo as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, they, they, ha True. they have enough damn money to buy an assault rifle. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, that's I, true. I mean, look, that's on them. You know, I mean, these people are insane. And, and, and I'm just I'm just sick of the idea that white people get away with it. I mean, every news major newscast, with the exception of Fox and the rest of the fringe crap, basically said, OK, it's clear black would this would Black Lives Matter protesters be treated like this? No, there would be blood on the streets. They they would have been gunned down before they even got to the steps. It would have been ugly. There's no doubt about it. Even, you know, Biden came out and said that there's been this, come on, that's a double standard. We all know there's been a tremendous double standard here. Right away, you could see video pulled and, and shown from the Black Lives Matter uh, protests that happened earlier in uh, 2020 and, and how police handled all of that uh, and how they've handled it in other cities uh, around the country. And to see this happen, the double standard was there, and why? And and the other thing is, like you know, they're saying like seven over seventy million people voted for Trump. We're screwed if all the seventy million people are like those people. I don't believe that, but you know, it, all it takes is a couple of bad actors to paint everybody. And I think white people got to figure out. It's like, hey, are you represented by that asshole in the horns? I mean, <laughs> right? Is that is that your birthright? What the hell is wrong with you people? Let's not forget what else is happening in this country, a pandemic. And, and that has taken, you know, a back seat with all of this crap. And although now I would think this would has to be qualified as a super spreader event uh, because a lot of most of those folks weren't wearing masks. And, uh, you know, so we have that to deal with as well. But to have this happen right now, in the midst of a pandemic, which we, you know, the news cycle has, it has been reporting on it, 
But the fact is, is it's been overshadowed now by all of yeah, this. But, but, you know, I mean, the news, it, they chase the shiny object. Well, of course. I used to I do mean, that. Look, and, you know, I admit I was as sick as everyone. I, I was I couldn't watch enough of the coverage. I mean, it was 24 seven. I mean, I stayed up all the way till they gaveled him, Biden president. And, and I just couldn't get enough. And it's it's sick. I did. It, I did, too. I did, too. I did, too. You know, it was uh, I did, too, because, well, I mean, I did partly because I'm interested in, in what's happening. But also I wanted to see uh, I wanted to make to stay up and see, OK, is this actually going to f- be finalized? And uh, everything that, that was going on, I wanted to see some type of conclusion that I'm glad that the leadership in Congress made sure that happened. Um, and I even have to give some kudos to Mitch McConnell for uh, his speech, which I you know, don't agree with him on hardly anything. But I thought what he said in the aftermath, all of that was was good. Uh, and I'm glad that they did get it done. But the fact that is, is the visions are still there as a country. This is what's just troubling, not not just for us, but for our children. I mean, this 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 country, the original sin is racism. And 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 that begets the privilege. And, you know, I, I no one should mistake what was going on. That is white privilege. It's not being deplorable. It's not being a, a white supremacist or a radical. That is white privilege to be able to do that. You heard those people when they got in there and said, this is my house. I bought this death. No, you didn't. You bought your fucking gun. I shouldn't have said the F word, but this is a podcast, right? It's never stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we both of us in college, right? We read Marshall McLuhan where they said the media lives in the immediate past. You know, when it was law and order, we had a lot of cop shows. You know, when the, the civil rights riots were going on, that sort of thing. And then I started thinking about this. Why do we have zombie shows? <laughs> I mean, you could you saw them swarming and not be able to hold them off. That's Night of the Living Dead. That's crazy stuff. You know, and so when you say, well, what they're thinking, they weren't what they were doing. They were enraged and their cult leader told them to go and assault people. And they did it. We have now a, a huge domestic terrorism problems. People were aware that something like this was likely to happen because of what was happening on social media, right wing media well, and the politicians themselves. Right. Exactly. And, and that day, you know, also again, everybody else on. So at least the people that were there, you know, to tell them to go, you know, oh, by the way, the president didn't lead them down there at all. But um, again, we have a, a very serious domestic terrorist problem. And how are we going to deal with that? Because um, those folks that showed up there to uh, carry out this this awful action of mob violence are every in every part of American society. Well, as far as I'm sure, it's going to take white people to solve their problem. I agree. Right? You know, they always lean on, well, Black Lives Matter should do it. What the hell can we do? We're not the dominant culture in control. We will be the dominant culture very soon. But right now, we're not in control. So white people have to recognize, you know, that they are responsible for this. They've allowed this to happen at every level. What do you think? Do you think they're going to remove him? I don't think they are. I mean, they they can box him in. That's about it. Because there's just not enough time. What do you think of that video? 
which one? The first one where he loved them or the second one where he hated them? The second one where he basically finally says uncle. Oh, yeah. He, he, it was so mechanical. You know, he was bobbing his head like a chicken pecking at a screen. You know, I mean, it, and, and you could tell there was not any sincerity or passion behind it. He's doing it because it's a hostage video. You know, the guy had the machete behind the camera ready to swing it at his head. And of course, all the rats are kind of jumping off the ship at this point, too. Yes, I, I don't I don't believe that he he really feels anything about what he said. I mean, I, I, I hope I hope all he does now is concentrate on his pardons. You know, and what would be the ultimate thing? I mean, he ordered his troops to go hunt down Pence, right? <laughs> and I think the only way he's going to get pardoned is if he did what, you know, Nixon and Ford did where he resigned and then, then Ford pardoned him. And if he has to do that, I have a question if Pence will do it. I mean, when someone orders a mob to hunt you down, if, you know, if he's so weak as a human being that he would allow that and say, oh, that's okay. That's ridiculous. And of course, Mike Pence is caught in a, in a rock and a hard spot at this point. I do have to say that I think, you know, he, he did step up when he needed to step up, although he's kind of missed the boat here over the past four years because he's been that loyal uh, secondhand man, the wingman. I don't know. I, I personally, I, he's got to go. I mean, he's going to go in, what, less than two weeks now. But it's not enough for me. I mean, I, I want him out now. I think he's disgraced this country for the past four years, and he continues to do so now. And what's, it does scare me about what he could possibly do the, these final days before he leaves office. Um, I'm glad he's not going to attend the inauguration, although I hope that doesn't also signal to his, his supporters and followers to take uh, violent action on that day. That concerns me a lot. we got to get a handle on this. Things have got to change. And I do agree with you that white America needs to step up and realize white privilege is something that it can't be denied. It just cannot be denied at this point. And it is dangerous. It is very dangerous. I just read an article this morning about, uh, you know, a black woman just going home in L.A. And they had these gangs, you know, roving the street and they assaulted her just because she was black. And at least one of the, the members of this mob grabbed her and pulled her out of there. Otherwise, she would have been she could have been killed. I mean, what is that where someone just can't walk home? Right. And, you know, the press also becoming targets as well. But again, it's a it's a tenuous, dangerous time. <laughs> you know, I'm not a real heavy duties prayer kind of guy, but I'm spiritual. But, I, I, you know, I think we need some prayers uh, to help get us through this tough time and, and hope that uh, things will will change. Um, but it is it's some dark days in our country. No doubt about it. Uh, this was like, you know the worst cosplay convention I'd ever seen. I mean, half those people must have stopped at Bass Pro to get their costumes before they went out there. I mean, really, that's who these people are. You know, you and I both know, you go someplace and you see people yeah. dressed like that, looking like that, you pause, right? Yeah. And you survey the room and you say like, okay, is this a safe space for me? And I don't care who you are, you know, if because you, you know the feeling. White people don't. That is the difference right there. Well, it has been a very tough week, and as I said, uh, 
January 6th is uh, gonna go down as a, a day of infamy and a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Let's keep our fingers crossed that uh, 2021 will get better. All right, we thank you for joining us. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Twitter at Enrique Cerna and at Lofontland for me, Matt Chan. You can also email us at chinoychicano at gmail.com. Our theme music was composed and performed by Antonio Gomez. You can find the Chino y Chicano podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other favorite podcast providers. Please take a listen, download, and subscribe. I'm Matt Chad, the Chino. I'm Enrique Cerna, the Chicano. We'll talk more later. 